Hi friends and welcome back to She is a Warrior. I hope you're having a wonderful week full of wins. Even if they're small wins, we focus on progress around here. This week, I have been thinking a lot about minimalism. Like I've mentioned before, we just moved and um, in this process, we've been really intentional about decluttering and just getting rid of stuff. Um, we have too much junk. I began to think about how we all have junk, right? Both figuratively and literally. We have junk cluttering our homes and we have junk cluttering our minds. It should be our goal to simplify our lives so that we can get rid of the things that are disrupting our peace, our productivity, and our walk with the Lord. So get comfortable. Pray that God will open your heart and your mind to the message that he has for you today. And let's dig in. Are you going through a difficult time? Are you experiencing a season of life that has tested your faith? Hey sister, I'm Rachel Williams and I'm right there with you. I've walked through divorce, single parenting, and in December of 2021, I was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. I know what it means to feel lost, scared, and defeated. But the good news is that I know that God uses all things for good for those who love Him. I know that He has a plan for me of hope in the future. I want to pass that faith-based confidence on to you. So welcome to your new safe place. Enter into a community where you can be comfortable as we dig into biblical truths and discover hope for encouragement in your life. Because I believe that you are capable of powering through this season with tangible and actionable tools to rely on when you begin to feel hopeless. I'm here today to tell you, friend, that you can walk in godly freedom even when it's hard. It begins with uncovering God's promises in your life and arming yourself with God's truth so that you can conquer whatever hardships that you encounter. I'm here to guide you through the valley so that you can really live in truth and light. Let's shift our mindset from victim to victorious because we are warriors. So come fight with me, sister. Grab some coffee. Let's do this. Okay, so tell me if this has ever been you. You sell your house or you begin to renovate a room or anything happens that forces you to box your stuff up and move it to another location. Even if it's just one room. You think that you're pretty organized and you don't have too much stuff, but then your cabinets all of a sudden are like the Mary Poppins carpet bag and the junk just keeps coming out of the cabinets and the closets and the crooks and the crannies keep revealing more stuff and about the time you think you have it all, you find another closet that hasn't been touched yet. It's so overwhelming and you never have any idea of how much stuff you accumulate over time until it's time to move it all. I've been throwing stuff away by the truckload, like donating to Goodwill, selling stuff. I've purged my house of so much stuff, but y'all, we still have so much junk. My, my goal is when we move into our forever home that I will move in only the necessities. I just know that decluttering will bring so much peace. There is nothing that stresses me out more than disorder and cluttered chaos. But let's talk about our minds for a minute. How many of us have unwanted thoughts or thoughts that are not conducive to a life that is lived in God's will? How many of us have unhealthy thoughts, sinful thoughts? Do you think that these thoughts are stealing your peace and your joy? They absolutely are. But we control our mind and it's an intentional shift in mindset that we have to have in order to rid our minds of the clutter and the chaos. Romans 12 says, 
Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. One of the most prevalent spaces that Satan attempts to invade is our minds. It's so easy for him to whisper words of doubt and words of destruction, lust, jealousy, but it's important to note that our thoughts lead to our actions, and that's where we can get into trouble. So it's so important that we have tangible ways in which to keep this from happening. A shifting of our mindset to rid ourselves of this junk. The third layer that we are going to talk about is the junk that we put into and onto our bodies. Now, I know that some of you just rolled your eyes and you're thinking, oh, is she really going here again? But yes, friend, I am. Because it's conversations like these that I wish I would have heard more about years ago. Am I judging you? Absolutely not. Do I still have an occasional McDonald's Coke? Sadly, yes. It's advice that we've already discussed in depth in this space. But am I intentional in trying to do better? Do I make small steps every day in order to protect myself and my family from harmful chemicals? Absolutely. I'm just trying to educate and inform, so bear with me here. I've given this statistic before, but it's a fact that only 8% of cancers are genetic or hereditary. 8% girls. That means that the remaining 92% are caused from environmental factors, some of which we can control. Can we control the toxins that are in the air that we breathe when we go outside? Obviously not. But can we control the products that we bathe our children in? Can we control the products that we clean our home in? Yes. I'm going to talk about ways today in which to take baby steps towards ridding the junk that goes into and onto our bodies. So I have compiled a list of five ways to rid our minds and our bodies of toxins. Number one. Probably the most important way to rid our lives of toxins is to be intentional in the carving out time for the Lord. I know you've heard me say it before, but there are a few things as transformative as spending time with God every day. He desires a relationship with us, and things of this world seem to fall away the closer you are to Him. Spend time reading scripture, memorizing scripture, so that anytime the devil begins to attack, you will be able to cling to truth during those times. You can actively and intentionally shift your mind when you recognize that unhealthy thoughts are beginning to form. In my life, I can't tell you how easy it is to let my mind go down a path of destruction. The devil will whisper words of discouragement, telling me I'll never get better, reminding me of the numbers and statistics of my disease, telling me that I'm failing as a parent, even more often about my appearance, telling me I'm not attractive anymore and I don't look like the same person as before. All throughout the history of my teenage and adult life, I have gone through things that have tempted to wreck my mental health. I could have let it if I did not have the Word of God as the solid rock to stand on. So spend that time in the Word and in prayer so that you can have God's voice as the prominent voice in your mind, so that He speaks louder and more powerful than Satan can. Psalm 119.11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So be intentional in the storing of that word in your heart so that it can really do what it needs to do. Step two, surround yourself with people that build you up and breathe truth into your life. 
have you ever been in the best mood and then you get around someone who's in a bad mood and they are grumbling and complaining and being negative and before you know it, you're in a bad mood too? When I was in college to be a teacher, on more than one occasion, my professors would say, stay out of the teacher's lounge. The quickest way to lose positivity and love and passion for teaching is to hang around with a bunch of negative teachers complaining. I can definitely attest to the truth for this. I have worked with negative people who hated life, and I've worked with teachers who love their job, and they build each other up and figure out ways to get better, and these people make the world of difference in a climate and ultimately whether I like my job or not. The same thing applies to your life. If you are constantly around negative people or individuals who give ungodly or unhealthy advice, it affects your mind tremendously. But if you choose to surround yourself with godly people that build you up and speak encouragement over you, who pray for you and speak God's truth into your life, you're in the right place. Be mindful of who you allow to pour into you. It really matters. Number three is keeping a blessings journal, or that's what I like to call it. It may have other names, but essentially it's a place to physically write each day what you're thankful for. Every single day, you journal about something in your life that God has blessed you with. By doing this, it trains your mind to think of the positives. Everybody on this planet is going through stuff. It's easy to dwell on the bad and allow it to consume our minds. But by exercising our brain every day and by training it to focus on the good, it forms a habit. A good habit that is of gratitude and appreciation. It teaches us to see the good even in a situation that's difficult. Step four is shifting gears just a little bit. But 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. So we should be treating our bodies as such and trying our best to put wholesome and nourishing things into it and on it. The first thing I want to talk about was something that hit me one day like a ton of bricks. I was listening to another podcast and I heard someone make an extremely valid point. Um, Did you know that it is illegal to throw most cleaning products in the trash can? Um, They were telling a story about how they were taking steps to try to live a cleaner lifestyle. And the, the first step in this process for them was to replace their everyday cleaning products. Um, The cleaners that they use on their countertops, mop their floors with, and wash their dishes with. They were also being mindful of the products that they wash the surfaces that their baby was in contact with, like high chair tops and toys and pacifiers. So in true purging fashion, this lady that, that was talking on this podcast threw away a ton of different products, just tossed them into the trash can. Um, The next morning, the trash truck came around and they stopped. The man got out and knocked on this lady's door and said, Ma'am, you can't throw this stuff away. She was confused and he said, Yes, it's unlawful to throw these cleaning products in the trash can. And sure enough, it even says on the back of these products that you're not supposed to throw them in the trash. Now, the point that I would like to make here is that why is it that these products are not safe to go into our trash but they are safe to use on our bodies or clean our countertops where our children do their homework or wash the cup that our baby drinks his milk out of. It is a fact that Europe and other countries have banned or limited more than 1,600 chemicals from personal care products. But regulators at the Food and Drug Administration in the United States prohibit 
just nine of these for safety reasons. Nine of the 1,600 chemicals that are not legal in other countries are used in the U.S. every single day. So this is not just a few of us crazy people who've decided to be extremists and complain about these things. This is a real issue. But here's the thing. We cannot control what the entire country does. And I understand that a lot of money is tied up into a lot of these products. We can't control what is used in our workplace or our schools. But you know what I can control? What I use in my home. And you can control this as well. So my advice to you is to start somewhere and make tiny steps. I'm not asking you to go through your entire home with a fine-tooth comb and throw every single harmful product away. Decide that you want to find cleaner, but still just as effective laundry cleaning products. Dryer sheets of one of the most toxic things that we can use. Find a clean detergent, fabric softener, and dryer product and switch those out this month. Next month, or as you run out of things, maybe focus on kitchen products. Dish detergent, counter cleaner, liquid dish soap. Do your research. There are so many products on the market that do not disrupt the functions of our bodies. Some of these chemicals mimic hormones in our bodies. Respiratory problems, liver damage, nervous system issues, thyroid issues, immune adverse effects, neurological effects. The list goes on, y'all, and you don't have to take my word for it. I welcome you to do your own research on parabens, avobenzone, and sulfates. Find some scientific research that explain the effects that these things have on our bodies. Also, there are tons of apps that you can use to scan products that will give you a grade out of 100 measuring its safety. It will also give you recommendations of similar products that received a higher grade and that is deemed safer to use. For example... Um, I personally have been using the Yuka app. That's Yuka, Y-U-K-A. Um, it, however, only rates food and cosmetic items. And just to give you an example, in my classroom, I have a can of cheap Rave hairspray that I use to get permanent marker off of laminated things, such as like my iReady um, tracker chart. I scanned it with the Yuka app and it gave it a 47 out of 100 which is a poor rating. A 47 in the classroom means we need to take a step back, regroup, and reteach. A 47 wouldn't cut it in my classroom, and it's not going to cut it in my home either. But it also goes to show you the ingredients that are not safe. It contains cyclopentasiloxane. Probably didn't say that right. Um, you can then click that ingredient. It explains in depth why it is in the product and why it isn't safe. This particular ingredient is a silicone, which is used to protect your hair from humidity, making styling easier. It has also exhibited endocrine disruptive properties. It goes on to say that cyclopentisite, however you say that, may also contain traces of another product that I can't read, which is classified in Europe as being toxic for reproduction. So this is one of the ingredients that I mentioned earlier that is banned in other countries. But it doesn't stop there. At the bottom, it gives you a list of scientific resources that support their claims. So don't just take their word for it either. You can read the scientific research that backs up 
what they are saying. Um, after the grade and the list of ingredients, it gives several recommendations for products that received a much higher grade. Um, some that can be found at your local pharmacy and some that may be a little pricier that you would need to go to a higher end store for cosmetics like an Ulta or a Sephora. But there are recommendations for many price points for similar products. Um, the good thing about this app is that you can also scan food items for the same kind of ratings. For example, I scanned a Coke. It got a zero out of 100 labeled bad for additives, calories, sugar, but it also gives recommendation of healthier alternatives like Cherry Cola by Olipop, which I've never heard of and may try, or Creamy Root Beer by Zevia. That one is better, receiving a 71 out of 100, but you get my point. Okay, you scan it, it tells you what's in it that's bad for you, and it gives you healthier alternatives. There are other apps that you can search for that do the same things on cleaning products. Some are free and some you may have to pay for. The Terra app is a free option that is not as extensive as the Yuka app for food and beauty products. It does tell you if cleaning products have certain carcinogens that could cause cancer, but just play around with it. Once you scan for a while, you'll be able to recognize the harmful ingredients and you will be able to just look on the ingredients list to be able to tell rather than having to scan every little thing. Or better yet, you will begin to find clean products that you love and you can just stick with those. Through talking with many people that I have been fortunate enough to meet through this process, so many are truly shocked to find out that basic things that we even let our children use are full of carcinogens. Clorox wipes. Many people think that this is wonderful because it's killing germs, but it's also full of carcinogens and other toxic ingredients. Um, carcinogens can cause damage to the DNA inside of the cells. The damage done by the carcinogens directly to the DNA then cause the DNA to become abnormal and not continue to function normally. This eventually leads to the development of cancer. Um, research conducted by Very Well Health Organization states that another way that carcinogens can cause cancer to develop is more indirect. When damage occurs to a cell's DNA, the body has to perform repair processes to try to fix the damage. Sometimes the damage caused by the carcinogen interferes with the ability of the repair work, which has caused mutations in the function of those cells. The body is then unable to repair the damage leading to cancer development. Okay, so that's your mini science lesson for today. But basically saying a ton of carcinogens adding to our toxic load is just terrible for your body and it could ultimately cause cancer in the future. I don't want to get too deep into this because I know a lot of y'all listen while you're driving and I really don't want you falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> but certain pesticides and food and chemicals found in our beauty products and cleaning supplies act as endocrine disruptors. Cliff Notes version is that these disrupt the hormone production in your body that in turn disrupts homeostasis in our bodies. Okay, this dysregularity in our homeostasis can lead to a huge plethora of health conditions. But for our purposes, cancer, especially breast and other reproductive organ cancers. Now, there's no way that we're going to be able to rid our lives completely of different carcinogens and other toxins. They're found in outdoor air pollutants and ultraviolet light. They're even found in chemotherapy and radiation treatments. But you have to figure out what is best for you. I personally have determined that the benefits outweigh the risk on my part as far as my disease is concerned. 
but I can try to avoid them in other ways so that we can decrease that toxic load that I mentioned on our bodies. Additionally, if you already have a cancer diagnosis, being more mindful of the products going in and onto our bodies can significantly reduce the chances of recurrence or of further metastasis. Limiting these harmful chemicals can also aid in the effectiveness of the drugs that are acting to rid your body of the cancerous cells. Think of it as brushing your teeth and eating Oreos at the same time. It's important that we at least take steps toward ridding our personal environment of the things that cause the cancer in the first place. Okay, can you tell I'm passionate about this part? I kind of went down a rabbit hole there, but I found that so many people are just unaware. It's not like we're intentionally making unhealthy choices for our families. It's just that we don't know. And if it's sold on the shelf, it has to be safe, right? Um, not true. I, I just want you to be aware of that. Ten years later, we come to number five. I encourage you to do the majority of your grocery shopping along the perimeter of the grocery store. I would say at least 80% of what you shop for should be along the perimeter, leaving only the remaining 20% for the aisles. This eliminates the majority of your processed foods, your sugars, box dinners, chips, all the stuff that we know is not the best for us and replaces it with your vegetables and fruits, good carbohydrates, meats, dairy, all the good stuff that is meant to fuel our bodies and not harm them. I realize that this is a huge step, but baby steps is all you need. One small step in the right direction in any area of our life should be our goal. So I'm, I'm going to get a little personal here, but for the sake of my takeaway for today, I felt like it was too relatable and too real to skip over. Are you ready? I don't have the best credit. Yes, I said I, I don't have the best credit. It's not awful, but it's not ideal. So in speaking with several mortgage loan people, one of them gave me a handy little list to help to get my credit up where it needs to be. I need you to do this and this and this and this and this and then come to me. I've got to clean up all this junk first and then come to them. But what I was thinking the other day is that isn't it so beautiful that my Jesus takes me just as I am. He doesn't say clean your life up first. Get rid of all this junk in your life first and then come to me. He isn't telling you to rid your life of addiction, jealousy, the prideful ways, the dirty language, or the dirty thoughts first. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Nowhere in the Bible tells us to fix ourselves on our own before we can come to the Lord, but it is through the Lord that we are cleaned. Bring it all all the junk, and lay it at his feet. Isaiah 1.18 says, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Bring it all to him. Come as you are. Dear Lord, I don't think there are words sufficient to thank you for your grace, our favor that is undeserved. We know that your grace cannot be earned, but it is freely given, and we are so thankful. We thank you that you love us no matter what junk we accumulate or mess that we get ourselves into. Thank you for welcoming us home and then working through us to clean us up. I pray for all of those who are burdened today, who are sick and need your healing hand. 
Forgive us when we fail you. Amen. I feel like this was a heavy one today. I hope I didn't lose you. (laughs) If anything, I just hope that it made you a little curious, just a little interested in doing your own research and finding small ways to rid yourself of junk. Come back next week as we talk about fueling your body during chemo. Until then, keep up the good fight. See you soon. Thank you so much, friend, for joining us today. Again, please join our Facebook community and let me know how I can pray for you. Also, if you could give our podcast a review, I would so much appreciate that. I'm tuning in every Wednesday for inspiration and encouragement as we work together to overcome challenges. Be intentional, sister, in your pursuit of Jesus, even in the valley, so that when others see you, they'll know she is a warrior.